The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Sucks Me. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. An idea. <laughs> A simple thing. But what is it? I mean, when you get down to it, what really, really is it? Think of what an idea looks like. It might be helpful. An ideal molecule. Starting at the base of your spine, running up to the megalium in your brain. Right in the brain cortex. The idea, like a splint. Lighting the fire of the thoughts in your brain. What's the point? An idea is a burst of electricity in your brain's renor region that runs back and forth from your left and right hemoglobes, creating discourse and logic throughout your neural molecules and your gray matter. The science of thought, and it is a science, is being unlocked before your very eyes by individuals like us, Uh, whether you even realize it or not. When your ideas reach to the top of your brain, where you're most smartest, your full potential is unlocked, and your time is ready and present. A spark. That's all it takes. Community-guided, enlightened principles focused on maximizing human potential through community and principles. That's an idea. From start to finish, your ideas are what makes you. An idea is the fruit that the human tree provides. We are sucks me. Systemic understanding. The 10 is for the 10 steps you have to take. And the MI is for mental inquiry. That sucks me. We are a catalog of understanding that helps individuals maximize themselves through rigorous therapeutic analyzation in order to maximize your happiness and financial success. My name, and it's my pleasure to have you, is Dr. Richard Dude. And joining me here today, along with two others, which will be named later, is my co-founder of Sucks Me, Ken Centennial. Ken, how are you? I'm very well, Doctor. Um, I'm glad to finally be able to present this um, introduction to Sucks Me and sort of extend our arm to those who um, have shown interest in our movement and our work. Yes, we've had a lot of kind of, you know, inquiries about our organization. What do we do? Who are we? And we thought the best way of doing that has come through directly from the horse's mouth. We are here today to kind of express to people that we are not really a business per se, but, you know, a series of programs and social movements focused on maximizing human potential. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't really even consider it a business or even an organization but it's really a tool, a series of methods, a series of steps, a series of technologies and concepts that correlate to the human mind and thought. And what they're doing with those concepts is they're advancing and taking a step further towards that and goal. And, you know, I wouldn't even really consider them concepts as much as I would consider them maybe more methodical philosophies that are a guiding principle in regards to people's understanding of realism around them and just kind of um, tasting the you know, idea of epistemology in our daily lives. Well, those, those of you listening to this are probably expecting us to say, oh, sucks me is more than just an idea, but that would be incorrect <laughs> because it is just an idea. And an idea is everything. But but an idea, right, what is it? What mm-hmm. is that? Well, an idea is everything, isn't it? But without an idea, well, we're dogs, are we not? Well, and you know, I people always talk about, you know, the usefulness of what we do and people say, you know, NASA just got a picture of a black hole. Well, they've never gotten a picture of an idea. And I have a picture right here. As you can see I printed out this picture and I'm holding it up to the camera and this is a light bulb. And that's an idea. And I'm the, f- they the may first say, one to ever do that. And though it is incredible, and we congratulate them, a black hole is 
an immense power. And there's speculation that within that black hole and beyond it is possibly infinite. But what do you think infinite about it? Infinite or maybe even hundreds of ideas. The, the human mind, is that not infinite? Is it always expanding? Is it always changing and adapting? When you think about it, no computer has the capacity that the human mind has. Not and even Cortana. When you think about that. Or Deep Blue. When you think about Cortana or Deep Blue. I'm, I'm doing it right now. You realize the limits of those technologies, and you realize the potential of the human mind. Let's uh, regain our, our, uh, our grounding here. I know we, we get excited, me and Ken. We've been doing this for so long, for over 20 years now. We get so excited in talking about the why that sometimes <laughs> to our air we forget the moment a little bit. Uh, my name is Dr. Richard Dude. I am a doctor in sports. We are merely explorers, merely men. We, we founded this business together 20 years ago. I am a doctor in sports management. I have dedicated my life. There's so much more well, than that, though. I've uh, dedicated my life to seeking out unconventional truths and, and broadening my mind through deprogramming and reprogramming myself to be more functional. Um, as you can see, me and Ken are easily 60 years old. And how old do we look? I mean... I wouldn't say we look. I would say you, doctor, don't look a day past thirty. Thank you, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And you look—you don't look a day past thirty-one. We are joined here as well by um, two wonderful young men who have been with Sucks Me for different amounts of times, and we have kind of seen in them the spark that uh, helps Sucks Me succeed. Um, we are joined here by Robbie Rawls and Gap Gaz Buttchug, um, Hello. two of our new members who have, who have been doing quite well for themselves. Um, Gaz, why don't you start off and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Gaz Buttchug. Uh, you probably know me already. You've seen me on Instagram on uh, the Fitspo hashtag. Um, I'm the founder and CEO of Brown Theory Fitness. Now, Brown Theory is a, it's a gym chain. Uh, we do hit classes, and it's inspired by Darth Maul's brown lightsaber in Phantom <laughs> Menace. When I saw that, I knew I like he was moving so well, and I just wanted to bring that to the rest of the world. So we we teach hit, we teach you know, interval training, but we also use the way of the saber, the seven forms of lightsaber combat. Um, from there, I've gone on. I've authored two books that are best-selling. You guys have probably read already. We've done this under the sucks me banner because I want to like spread our word out there. So my first book is more just a motivational book. It's called Shut Up and Shut Up. It's got a yellow cover. There's some exclamation points on it. it uses a very bold font. And then my second book is called You Are the Block in This Chain: The Shut Up Guide to Cryptocurrency. And yeah, as many people have been calling me the Jeffrey Fiekelman of the uh, the supplement industries. That's kind of kind of what my mo and is. Gaz, you wouldn't even recognize him when he first started doing some of the uh, sucks me deprogramming classes. He was, I'd say, maybe five foot three, seventy five pounds, soaking wet. And if you look at him now, easily pushing six six, um, two forty. You know, seven percent body fat. It's it, it. It's really quite marvelous. Really quite, the the potential. Um, yeah, what, what's, what's really mind blowing is. Uh, sorry for cutting you off. Um, so I started out at the it's ground. It's merely wings. a human defect. We all have them. Yes. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, I started out at the Groundlings, and then through using the Sucks Me technology as I grew, I was able to join the Navy SEALs and took part in a bunch of clandestine operations in Somalia, and then I was able to come back and start my gym. So it's really been life-changing for me, guys. I can't, I can't speak his praises enough. And we are also joined by another young man who, well, I wouldn't say... He has been doing well in our program. Robbie is one of the most enthusiastic and uh, financially supportive members of Sucks Me. Uh, Robbie, why don't you tell them a little bit about yourself? Oh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Dr. Richard Dude. Hi, everyone. I'm Robbie Rawls. Um, uh, as he said, I am uh, a big, a big time member here at Sucks Me. I'm uh, just really, just so proud of all the work we do. I here. would like to clarify that Robbie is not 
a big time member. He is still in our rank one programs, um, which is Cabana Boy. He is at the Cabana Boy rank, and I would like to just clarify, um, he is not a big time member. So, I, Robbie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that, uh, Mister. He's Dr. really Richard quite short dude. as well. Uh, you know, level 35, still rank one, always learning, always always finding out something new. Um, no, you're. 35 years old, Robbie. You're not at rank 35. There's not a rank 35 in our system or our project. Yeah, level 35 and rank 1. Um, always growing, always uh, moving up in the world. It's so big to explore. But as I said, I'm Robbie Rawls. <laughs> you can follow me on uh, Instagram at RobbieRawls160. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. That's the only name they have. Uh, I, I'm an aspiring actor. Um, I'm just a Polish kid from the Big Bean, Chicago. Uh, you know, they uh, when I joined up with Sucks Me, you know, I was I was kind of lost in the world. Uh, you know, when I was level 32, I didn't know what to do. I said, in this big city of Chicago, there's like probably 40,000 people that live here. You know, what could what could just a kid do? And uh, then my mom died, and she left me an inheritance of $750,000. And pretty soon, uh, Mr. Artifact and Mr. Dr. Richard Dude came knocking at my door, and they said, hey, we want you to uh, join our our company. You know, they well, want you, we, we want you we, in here. Robbie, please, Robbie, if I may ask you, please address Dr. Richard Dude as Harbinger, as his title indicates. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, you know, I get so confused sometimes. Uh, just some of the treatments you guys have me on kind of get me just a little loopy sometimes. But, I, you know, you guys are looking out for me, and I appreciate that. Well, as we told you, the spittoon therapy that you're supposed to drink from is an exercise in self-discipline. Oh, yes, sir. I drink from that every single day. You know, I carry it around and everyone spits in it and they throw their (laughs) cigarette butts in there and they say, fuck you, worm. And I I still drink from it. And, you know, I'm I'm, like I said, I'm learning every single day. Well, I will give. Now, where he hasn't he hasn't made as much progress as we as hope. But when we met Robbie, well, I'll put it like this. Imagine I was walking along a railroad track um, and I came upon um, a turtle on the railroad tracks and it had been nearly smashed to death from the force of the passing train. And what I did with him is instead of grabbing him by the tail and whipping him into a nearby marsh. <laughs> which you have done, though. Like you, most you would. You have done that. Which most, you do have a tail, yes. Allow me to finish. If uh, As most humans would do they would take pity upon him and though i did pity him i showed him mercy and what we did with robbie is when he first came to us at one of our facilities in new york we taped him to the wall for a week (laughs) using duct tape and everyone would walk by every day and they would pat him on the stomach as hard as they could and he didn't understand this, but I told him in time he it was would. It's called gut check therapy. And that was when I was a level and zero. Would, and now I've been upgraded to level when one. You're, when we create a design such as that, such as taping him to the wall, what we're doing is we're addressing his impulses, his animalistic behaviors, and we're crafting them, informing them into something else. Something not so much human, but less animalistic, less beast-like, less feral. And we're churning him. And we are going to baste him in the knowledge of our program. And you know, we, I remember telling Robbie, you don't think of it as a wall and duct tape. You don't think of it as somebody punching you in the stomach. You think about the wall as being your programming from your pre-adult stage when you were tiny and short and not as smart and you're learning that you learned while you were in that pre-adult stage was shaped by your Mm -hmm. limited iq brain now that you are an adult and that you have you know presumably a higher iq than most children if you would go and deprogram what you learned as a child and relearn it as an adult then in many ways you would learn it more correctly and be more capable of surviving in an adult environment as Robbie, as we met was completely incapable of surviving 
without the constant guidance and financial support of his mother. And I think it's absolutely true that Robbie did not develop past his childhood state. He didn't develop past a first grade reading level. He didn't develop language skills. He didn't grow. He is underweight. He is almost infant-like in his intelligence. And what we're trying to do here is create an end goal for Robbie that is comprehensive, that is to further his awareness, and to create a sort of perception for him where he may function and at least survive in this world before someone, even maybe possibly a member of our program, um, uh, causes him to expire. Whereas look at Gaz, where the amount of progress Gaz has had in, what, nine months? Um Yes. Gain, yeah. Gareth yeah, about nine. Gareth, I would like he to is, tell Gareth is his first. He's thing. tripled his body weight. <laughs> he has mm-hmm. grown a foot and a half in height. He has written two books. He has started two businesses. Which I have not read I have not read either of his books. I think we have both reached to the point, um, Doctor, that where we are beyond reading right. physical well, books. We mostly are writing books. With our own consciousness and reading those. I'm writing a book right now as I sit time. here. Um, the Worry. I am as well. I'm reading three of them. Well, I'm read reading them. a book and too. We are rereading those books. I, I, I believe that. Robbie, please. That, <laughs> what was that, Robbie? <laughs> You've written a book, you said? I'm reading a book too. What is the name of the book, Robbie? I'm, I'm not actually reading a book. <laughs> Whereas. <laughs> I am at a, such a, a stage of what I believe to be philosophical community and you know privilege-based expertise that I'm worried that if I ever read another book again, it would taint that with their lesser ideas. And such a way of preserving my intellectual purity at this point is to abstain from reading strategically. I think the rare effectuation of that is very important. And the assimilation within our our methodology and our system that we've created and developed over many years, um, this is not something that we came up with overnight. Um, I mean, as a matter of fact, it did begin with just a small conversation between me and Doctor. Um, we were in a where were we at? Well, um, you know, we were at the um, we were in Terre Haute. Indiana at the federal <clears throat> Supermax uh, facility, and we were sitting down and having a conversation in the room that we um, shared together at that time. We were merely we visitors. We were roommates. For those, we were visitors yes. we were, it of was this not, institution. It was not, Transients. Well, Transients, thank you guys. Right. Um, and at that time, we I discussed- I ride the trains in Chicago. At that time, we were exchanging ideas about, you know, what does, um, you know, a stimulated non-disclosure module look like if we were able to implement it in a, you know, traditional individualistic society? You know, we were talking about holistic marketing-based experiences that we shared. We were talking about... There are more of developmental right. steps and methods you know how can we and form even moralistic money-based coinage that avoids criminology and embraces uh society's technology well, it was, it's more of it was more of developing um in a system based on the understanding of knowledge the understanding of human right thought and psychology, right. the understanding of human progress. And what we did is we implemented several um, uh, masteries that are comprehensive, right. that will allow us to fill our achievements and our accomplishments. And we had the inclination that we could develop this into a broad sense that could be widespread of use and be used as a utility 
Right. Comprehensive beliefs and behaviors that would evolve into a kind of environmentally triangulated, non-pyramid, commercial-based money system in which we could benefit Mm -hmm. both philosophically and economically. And through our economic Mm -hmm. money generation, we can in turn use that power that we reap from financial-based sectors, and we can use that to stimulate society-based movements that would in turn benefit social programs that kind of had a marketing-based truth that were prophetic and non-dogmatic. Mm-hmm. Um, now I want to ask, I want to ask, um, I'm sorry, doctor, you have something. Well, I just, yeah, I think it's the right idea. We turn to Robbie. What does that mean to you? Uh, our philosophy. I wanted to ask Robbie and Gaz so far, I mean, most recently, what has been the most beneficial to you? Have you focused on the objects of your purpose and your end goals? Have you taken any suggestions? Um, Have you created your own plan and design and implemented them to further your awareness and consciousness and understanding? Well, as a rank one, uh, you guys have explicitly expressed a non-desire for me to create my own plan and instead have created a plan for me. Uh, The plan, it's the uh, brand new plan. And there's a box that's in the corner of the room. And every time uh, you get mad at me and you start yelling at me, you say, you're acting brand new. Get in the box. And then I get in the box and then you put the locks on it. And I stay in there for about a week's time. And through the little hole where I can see out of, you start pouring water down in there to so I can survive. Uh, but that that is, it seems to be working really well for me. I'm developing, um, you know, I'm like you, like Gaz. You know, I am five foot one. You know, I sixty pounds, and you know, I feel like what's your shoe size? My shoe size. Well, it's a child's four. And so it's hard for me to get around sometimes. But I, you know, I'm always I'm a growing boy. I'm level as I can see on your feet. On your feet right now, I believe you have some cable knit Adidas superstars that you're wearing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my mom knit from these for me before she tragically passed away. Uh, I I will say that Robbie is still wearing the black jeans that he came to. I am. I do have my seatbelt on. I'm wearing my black jeans, my black belt. But it, uh, do not walk uh, on the basketball floor, not, Robbie. And he said, do not get out of the box. And I, I'm going to wear my black jeans and my black belt and my Pippin shoes in my box, in the brand new box. And you say, do not get out of the box. And I reply, I will not get out of the box. Now, well, thank you, Robbie. I think with that for said, anyone else that's um, um, interested in it, that is our post-child, pre-adult, traditional, non-consensual, consensual sex workshop program. And that is a six-week program. And that's for the price of $7,500. It's all online. Right. It's you can very, find it. very simple. It's very easy. You could do it um, in the evenings if that right. works for you. You could do it in the morning. We have 3 a.m. versions. Um, and that you have to be present for those online courses, but they are online. It works with those who are traveling or um, work strange hours, but I'm going to be clear. I'm going to be honest because that is a belief of ours that we hold to be true here and to be conscientious of. Um, Our courses are not going to be secondary. They must be committed to. Yes, you made that very clear when you, you and uh, when Dr. Richard Dude Harbinger, uh, he took my car and he drove it into the pole and then he made me pick up all that glass from the from the window and with my bare hands. And why do you think I did that, Robbie? Well, because and then Artifact uh, poured salt and lime juice all (laughs) over my hands while I was holding the broken glass. Why do you think we did well, that? Well, Harbinger, if I if I may, um, I think Please you said guess. that that Ro- you you were distracted by the heels on Robbie's shoes lighting up, and so you had to veer into the tree. <laughs> that 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 is correct. Um, you know, and I want people to think of material possessions as something that's not you know rudimentary to the self. The self functions in you know 
a solipsistic individual fashion, almost like you're a head in a jar. What use would a man like that have for a vehicle? Now, I have many uses for vehicles. I have a G-Series. I got a G-Wagon. I got a couple of them, all different colors. I drive them around. You have right. a Rolls Royce. In that sense, it is like an extension of myself. But where Robbie is not even capable of controlling his immediate behaviors, then any extension of himself through any material or even financial gain is to the detriment of society as a whole. In taking Robbie's car, which was an AMC Gremlin, I was doing a favor as a man like Robbie should have as little financial power mm -hmm. as possible in uh, order yes, for sir. the betterment of the world. Now, Gaz, I wanted you to comment a little bit. What was your favorite class that you took at Sucks Me? Well, my, my personal favorite class, it was, it was a bit more the retreat. If you remember that, like, yoga, um, extreme leadership retreat that we did at the Emerson Lake Estates, the Emerson Lake Estates, um, we were playing a game of Smear the Robbie, which is a really good just learning exercise. It helps you really open up your mind and, and come to new ideas. And it's where I got the idea for my new leading supplement brand um, that I've been selling underneath the Sucks Me banner. Uh, it's It works on a really good, like you said, reverse triangle method where I get people to sell my products underneath me and then they all give me money. But then if they sell to people, people will give them money. Um, so I could outline the supplements that I'm I'm selling now if you'd like. Oh, please do. Uh, please do. All right. So we have the the signature Brown Theory Fitness Sucks Me High Protein Performance Blend. This is a protein drink that you can either have as a meal replacement, you can have it after your workouts, and really hit that like post-workout window. So what this is, it's a hypoallergenic beef protein concentrate mixed with a soy protein concentrate. So you really get it from both ends. Um, you get a whopping 23 grams of protein in this, and it includes 40 extra grams of maltodextrin to help improve performance and recovery. Um, it also contains, this is my special little like uh, addition to this that you won't see in your mainstream protein powders. It contains Brazil nuts. And Brazil nuts have been proven to increase testosterone and improve libido. But what makes this really special is that I personally went down to Brazil and met with Brazilian President Jerry Icy Bolsonaro. And I was able to harvest it from his own Brazil nut farm. Um, we've also done the Brown Theory Fitness Sucks Me 30-Day Juice Cleanse. Now, this is a high-powered laxative. I'm talking high-powered laxative mixed with vitamin C. Because it is important, like health is important to all of us, and that's where you're going to really find your true vitality. So you drink that twice a day. Additionally, one of the meals is the high-performance protein blend mixed with apple cider vinegar. And this is just to de detoxify you. And finally, you eat two meals a day, right? The first one was the protein powder and apple cider vinegar. The second one, we're talking arugula and a banana. And finally, my, uh, my coup d'etat on the, uh, the supplements is kind of my own little sucks me twist on bulletproof coffee. Um, this is called Benproof Coffee, and it works on a principle I've uh, discovered called Ketosis 2. So what you do is you take your black coffee and you add four tablespoons of margarine. Now, I'm using margarine here instead of butter because I want to watch the saturated fats. We also use one teaspoon of flour in the coffee. Now, this is what truly makes it Ben-proof um, <laughs> because this, this, this wheat powder, it makes your guts resilient to gluten. And you don't see that in other ketosis products. And these, these let me tell you, they've just been flying off that, the shelves. That is wonderful. We wow, have had... that would help a growing boy like me. Absolutely, Robbie. A growing boy like you what? I could be six foot two, 220 pounds with that. Mm. Just just a kid from Chicago for now. Just a Polish boy from Chicago, level 35 and still growing. <laughs> I have to thank Gaz because he helped us develop a, um, a device that is, in fact, a vapor infuser, which is um, the name I can't disclose to you because it is amongst the higher ranks but it contains a small amount of insulin, BCAAs, and Lasix, which is a diuretic. And I fill my room with it, and it has completely changed my physiologic being. 
and my presence in there. So I thank you, Gaz. You're welcome. I will say that, um, you know, part in thanks to Gaz's breakthrough of helping with the gluten, but, you know, we've had people come into our classes with gluten allergies, and we have completely cured them. And now they're eating three times as much gluten as you should be eating a day, and they're doing great with it. Um, we've had... They feel great. We've had they, they, people come in with terminal diarrhea, and now they're crapping out whole <laughs> loaves. Every No matter how much... Well, there is a problem that... The reason that it's Ben-proof, Ben stands for um, uh, belly-energizing neuropeptide. And what that does is it's an enzyme within our physical bodies that stimulates the gut or the stomach or the belly, if you will, to move on its own. It's almost like a restless leg syndrome, but for stomachs. And with that peptide active, it asks you, basically, it's your body telling you that it wants to eat um, no carbohydrates and to only ingest um, water with certain flavoring syrups. And that's another big step that Gaz has made in developing a a coffee that blocks that effect. And, and supplements are just the tip of the iceberg when we talk about what we can cure and how we do it. Um, we have had therapy sessions where we cure SIDS. We've had therapy sessions where we have, you know, where Ma uh, Magic Johnson came in and we were able to cure his AIDS. Um, we've had whole sessions come in where people with Morgellons took, you know, we, seven, we eight weeks, entire day we sessions. Cured, and we've yeah, cured the Morgellons like a felon's class. Right. We have cured Parkinson's. We That's have, right. You've caused Parkinson's too. We, they, well, Robbie, well, you're Robbie, not... you're the exception. We've had pay, we have had people come in and during our um, processing sessions, um, they were held down and sedated. Um, nothing crazy, just a little bit of ketamine, and they were held down. And through that processing, and through those propositions that we implemented, they were able to conceptualize. Um, actualization through their own cognizance. And though their tremors returned a few hours later, for that time while they were being sedated and held down, the tremors were not there at all. Yeah. So a few sessions like that during the week, they were um, virtually tremor-free. One of our good friends that actually has come in, um, I did just recently did a session with um, you know popular... American celebrity Brie Olson. And she came in mm -hmm. and in one single session through a metric-based um, sexual terrorism unit, I was able to completely destroy her inner child in less than three hours. <laughs> wow. Well, no child, <laughs> nothing doctor, left in it. <laughs> doctor, we should maybe touch base upon this concept because... The notion of a child, right? The we notion, like to call them the pre-adults. The perception of right. children of pre-adults. Level ones, is, like myself. Mentally speaking, yes. We, they are, without lack of a better term, animals. Right. They are born without thoughts. They are born without love. They are born without compassion. They are born without... Rational or willful exactly. thinking. A pre-adult will often if, have its eyes going everywhere, and you're like, why are you disrespecting me by not looking at me when you talk? An infant, for example, is um, at most, what, like a foot long? They're, They're short. short. They cannot walk on their own. They cannot speak. They cannot communicate. They can't eat without making a they, mess. You can't bring them to any nice restaurants. They are, by the old term, an idiot. Or um, slow. useless. You wouldn't and let a baby run a Fortune 500 company. You wouldn't let a baby drive a car. You wouldn't let a pre-adult into a college classroom. Um, these are the things that our fear, however, is that with time, humans, and particularly here in America, are becoming more and more sympathetic towards right. 
pre-adults and might allow those things to occur and implement laws and policies and regulations to let these things when occur. It, it, now, in the reality, is, the whole is, goal of being an adult should be to destroy every semblance of yourself that stems from that pre-adult mm-hmm. phase. And what Dr. Richard is talking about is essentially if a child didn't have the potential to be evaluated, summarized, and be brought to a new potential, to a new level, to be leveled up, in a sense, to the adult status, then it would be morally correct to kill them. Just as an example, I worked with a rank one, just like Robbie is now. I worked with a celebrity rank one that went by the name... That's right. And that's what you get when you talk about a rank one, a pre-adult stage. Now, this celebrity, um, he went by the name Mr. Bean, who came in at a rank one stage, pre-adult IQ, incapable of speech, incapable of sitting down, incapable of maintaining concentration on everything. Mr. Bean was cool. After six weeks, Mr. Bean doesn't even exist anymore. He now is an actor who goes by the name Rowan Atkinson. And that is one of the many successes we have here at Sucks Me, that the complete, you know, destruction of the inner child known as Mr. Bean and creating the adult, the taxpayer, the viable citizen that is Rowan Atkinson. It's almost – go ahead, guys. Well, I just wanted to comment on Rowan Atkinson. It's amazing what he's done since he's been following our system. I was teaching some private classes for him over at Brown Theory, and it's what was able to get him fit enough and put on 40 pounds of muscle to play Doctor Who. Well, now he's a rank eight. He's a centaur in our system. I believe I saw Rowan in the halls when I was visiting for my swim, my swim classes that I teach, um, which are females only, evidently. Um, And Rowan had, he had an, he had an eight pack, and I thought that was Amazing. astonishing. I thought that was I mean, just simply just incredible. Three years ago, he was walking around with a turkey on his head, like like a hat, um, denigrating himself, Hitt? acting. I wouldn't be surprised if um, Mr. Atkinson makes breakfast on his stomach now. Um, <laughs> what we are doing here, and at these facilities, and in our programs, in our multiple branches in arms, in extensions of our um, movement is we're comprehensively creating the next level of person. Are we not? I think we are. And um, Ken, I hope hope you don't mind. I, I, I would like... What is the problem, Dr. Richard, with, I mean, for example, boyfriends and girlfriends? Oh wow! How many of them I can't are wait to have one? a girlfriend myself. Never... Just well, one smiling well, Robbie, angel is all you... I need. At your rank, let me warn you, Robbie. If you would get a suitable, I'm not sure if the hundred. Robbie, I'm not sure if the hundred. Oh wow! As a as Robbie, a rank please. one, I'm not male. sure if any of the one hundred thousand people in this in this place would. Um, What's a guy got to do? Be intimate with well, well, these, let me, let these me girls say this. We are walking not around like with their headphones, and and I'm over, I'm I'm jumping up trying to reach them and pull them out and ask them how they're doing today. Well, Robbie, the difficulties that you would face as and then you a rank guys begin one whipping tennis balls at me as a Cabana boy. If you were to get a girlfriend, that would end up being a level one girlfriend. Now, level one girlfriends are notorious for. Wearing hoodies and sucking on the strings that come out of the top of the hoodie. Level one girlfriends always fall asleep when you're driving them somewhere. Level one girlfriends are always sick, and they want to go to Hot Topic and look at the Cartman shirt and not buy anything. One might attend a social gathering or uh, a party um, and bring along a, a new level one girlfriend or level one boyfriend, and... This person, um, due to their underdevelopment, their childlike presence and mindset, may wish to leave within under an they hour. We'll say something like, "None of your friends like me," or "I didn't know what to do. You left me. 
why'd you leave me and go talk to your friends? Oh, wow. If I could just have they a girl may, like that. They... <laughs> a girl, a girl <laughs> would take to Olive Garden and she only orders chicken fingers from the children's <laughs> menu. Exactly. And you think that's a, a these, good thing, Robbie? These, that's an angel. These persons. Robbie, these persons Robbie. who are in a... If, if you're going to Olive Garden, what are you ordering when you're at Olive Garden? Well, I haven't been allowed in Olive Garden for the last few years since I've been in Sucks Me. So well, that's, I, okay. I don't know what they have on the menu currently. They don't have to, any boxes. My mom sucks used me. to just get uh, breadsticks for me, and then she would give them to me while she ate her food. Well, Dr. Richard and I were very close acquaintances with Robbie's mother, which is how we knew her and her um, fortunate fortune that she was generously yes. left behind to her when son. When my mom passed three years ago, when a bucket it was a tragedy. fell on her it head, was very sudden and, and she said, who turned out the lights? Yeah, she had big knockers. <laughs> and she fell into the Lake Michigan off the Navy Pier, and she had rocks in her pockets and sunk to the bottom. <laughs> she left me $750,000, and I joined and Sex Me. Now, someone like Robbie, someone like Robbie, and someone like him may be in a level one relationship where they may be, he may pass by them in a park where they're standing by the playground for some reason and just holding each other in their oversized hoodies. They, they and, might be <laughs> at a restaurant, a lower tier restaurant such as a Denny's or a Friendly's, and they're going to insist on sitting next to each other in the booth <laughs> that's for two people with one empty side. Of they the split. <laughs> they split a single. They split a single dish. Yeah. And shred up their straw. You might find them somewhere Uh, filling up on bread before the main meal. They might be buying uh, matching King and Queens t-shirts from a mall kiosk. They might be walking down the boardwalk on the New Jersey shore having an argument (laughs) that uh, is about something that happened from six months ago. And they're they're both eating soft-serve ice cream and getting it on their shirts. (laughs) They may be... they may be seen in the import store taking pictures of each other posing with a keyblade replica. <laughs> and these kinds of individuals are almost innocent. And They're level, angels. Are they not level, level one they, relationships. Level one relationships always end in a disaster. Typically, they break up at a place like, let's say, Legoland or the M&M store. <laughs> <laughs> The candy or the wrapper? Both. (laughs) Now, if you don't mind, Ken, I'd like to practice a little bit, and I'd like to kind of display Mm -hmm. some of our techniques and have Robbie and uh, Gaz, who are sitting down with us right now. Now, Dr. Dr. Richard has, him and I have, of course, developed all of our methods together. This has been a partnership this has been a collaboration, is what I like That's to call right. it. Not so much a partnership, because that implies we're two separate individuals, but our goal is one. With that said, Dr. Richard has his own sub Well, you also or do as well. Um, you know. I was getting to that. But I was going to say... Um, and I say, um, that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, I say, um, I say, um, just as much as anyone else. And I used to many, many years ago before Dr. Richard and I began this, um, program, I would let it bug me. And I thought I could take speech classes, which I did. And I could read books, which I did. And what I found is saying, um, or, uh, is that not part of being human? Um, let's say um is just an anagram for ultimate mastery. Let's say you're at a gas station, and that's station why gas. And you're, that's why gas has made so much progress. Let's say you're at a gas station, and the guy asks you what you want. If you sit there for ten to fifteen seconds, going, um, I'll have a, <laughs> give me a, is that two for four? Can I have a? That's actually a sign of profound intellectual superiority. It's almost like a that mantra is, that your brain is, is like a tuning mechanism fork in tune with just pure logic right. sense the universe. If you were to look at a clock, if you were to look up at a clock upon the wall, just like that one there, an analog clock with three arms, a minute, a second, and an hour. 
And you see them moving, so you know it's working. Does it not? The skinny one moves faster. If you hear a, if you hear a person, that's, that's right, right, Robbie. If you use Robbie, if I'd person, like to tell you that you're in dangerously close to acting brand new right now. Oh no. <laughs> um, I would like to just mention if if a person says um, it shows. It's clear. He's cognizant. And his thought process is functioning. But maybe not as well as it could, which is where Sex Me comes in. Um, so me and my subordinate, Keith Sweat, we run the Freshy Baby Baby Sweetie Sweetie I Want to Get With You Baby Society, which is a sub-society of Sucks Me. And that's kind of what I consider to be my disciples. Um, it's me and Keith Sweat and 10 women that are on either Twitch streamers or Instagram fitness models or, you know, former reality show women. Um, typically those are, can, that's what I consider to be like my closest, um, philosophical disciples, um. Like big titty Twitch streamers like Amana Marth. Yeah, whoever that is. Yes, exactly. She's in there too. Um, I would like to run through something really quick with Robbie and Gaz, and I'd like to display for our listeners kind of like almost a goofus and gallant scenario. Asking them the same question and seeing how they respond. Robbie, I would like to ask you the first question if that's okay. That's okay, Dr. Richard, dude. These are some of the examples that we run in our classes where we're doing kind of realistic self-improvement therapy, where we're working with pre-adult notions in a barely legal disclosure ethics to kind of work with math-based metrics and matrices and doing almost a terroristic evaluation of your inner child in order to pulverize it in a, what some would call a pterodome type situation. Um, the plurality of this is that there are multiple coaches and multiple skills in the mix. We run it on a very formulaic kind of patent that is patent pending. That is something that has been working for us recently. Um, it has been patented in the Philippines. Nowhere else has accepted it, but it is a patented system that we don't like to think of it as our system is like multi-leveled, but as having multiple levels. Robbie. Mm-hmm. Hello. State to us, who are you? Hi, I'm Robbie Rawls. I'm an aspiring actor and model and inspiration on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram <laughs> at Robbie Rawls. <laughs> One hundred A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W X Y Z. I am a level thirty-five Polish, just a Polish boy from Chicago. Robbie, I'm rank you are, one you are, in the get, sucks me system. Robbie, don't put down the spittoon when you're talking, so you can talk with your hands. That's our thing. <laughs> We're at, you can only talk with your hands once you hit level three, which I'm, is the money ape I'm level. level 35, and I'm always learning every day. And I have my <laughs> best friends, Mr. Artifact and Mr. Dr. Richard Dude. Robbie, and they're you're, helping you're acting. Me every Robbie, you are dangerously close to acting brand new. I am. Uh, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to answer the questions as best as I can. Be quiet, Robbie. Gaz, what, yes. in your words, is the sucks me mission? The sucks me mission to me is just to to shut up and win. Robbie, I want you to think of your earliest memory. Tell it to me. Two weeks ago, when I was in the brand new box, <laughs> and you and Do Mr. Artifact were pouring oil down into the mouth hole, and you said, "Drink that. It's better than water." <laughs> I remember just trying to get a lesson from that and understand uh, why this was happening and, you know, me, why I should be drinking this and not your typical water. You, that's your earliest memory. 
That's the earliest memory I have. You don't remember giving $750,000 of your mother's money to us, and then we kicked you on the street, and then you won the lottery, and then gave us all that money. <laughs> you don't remember well, that. Well, now that you mention it. All right, you're acting brand does... new. <laughs> no, Get in the box. No. Get in the box, Robbie. <laughs> Gaz, put him in the box. Um, hold on. I'm, right. I'm uh, just answering your uh, questions. Shut up. Give him some oil. Gaz, if you would please... If you would please Here, drink this. Um, have some Ben Proof. Yes. It'll calm you down. Please please place a box in the koi pond for the rest of the <laughs> remaining time. Now, <laughs> Dr. Richard. Do, and do you I, want me to fish some water wings so he doesn't drown? He'll be fine. He floats. He's mostly okay. skin. <laughs> we'll allow you to the smiling rise angels. when we say, How is he not underwater? <laughs> Okay. I'm light enough to float. He, he's he's too buoyant. <laughs> I'm 60 pounds. So as Dr. Richard As Dr. Richard said, I have a sub coven of acolytes who are sort of assistants, apprentices, if you will. And they take place in a scheme is what i like to call it because it's almost a bit fun what we do with each other we sort of explore each other's psyche in what i call the labyrinth and what they're doing is they're educating themselves they're educating me and we are sort of eliminating that pre-adult notion. And if you think about a balloon, okay? You think about a balloon and a balloon is full and of it air. Floats. Is it not? That's right. How is he not float? He's, He's floating. Gas, put your foot on the box. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there's air in the balloon, is there not? Yet there's air outside the balloon. So how does it float? The key is that air within the balloon is different. That air inside the balloon is their thoughts. And the balloon is their body. And they float above all others. And this is what I call the Minos principle. Because to achieve what you need, to achieve that level, you must be like a bull. You must be strong. Is, is, to me, it's like a camel. It's got humps, but you got to keep riding it. Yes. Unlock that, that sage wisdom that we've been trying to get you to understand, Gaz. You have reached physical Unlock perfection. the box, too. <laughs> I think Gaz is... Gaz, please stand with both <laughs> yeah, feet on the box. Really... I'm, Gaz... I'm seriously trying. You just keep squirming around, and the box is almost we've t- like He can go upwards of two minutes without air. We have tested it. I think Gaz has made great progress, but I think he speaks a little bit too forward. Does he not, Dr. Richard? I believe Richard? He's, he, he, that is true, um, Mr. Centennial. I, I think maybe we have to it, eliminate his inner maybe child perhaps, for good. Perhaps he may require a visit from two visitors tonight who will come at our becking. And who would those two that you have in mind be? Hummingbird. This We're going to send Hummingbird. Well, then the other one has to be the Swizz. They're both fine followers. Mm-hmm. And you will get to know them well, Gaz. Badass. <laughs> Ignore the ball gags that they will be wearing. <laughs> That's part of the program, too. Uh, are we talking double Ds here? And Gaz, can you please... Can you... Yes. If you will... Stop touching yourself, Gaz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Before tonight, it's just the box is vibrating, and, I'm, and continue. <laughs> All right, I think that's been long enough. Let Gareth, the box up. Gareth, Let get some air. Gareth, please. <laughs> Gareth, before that tonight, please deliver your cell phone or cell phones, all three of them, mm-hmm. to mine or Doctor Richard's office. Thank you. Which you can I tell can it's that. my office because I have the large circular bed that spins around and has leopard print on it. And 
Ken's office. And you insisted upon having that neon light exactly. above the doorway. And Ken's office is the one with the waterfall and the large circular bed that spins around that has zebra print on it. I live in a cage. Well, that's right. He lives. I think both of us under crate study. were inspired by Rivendell from The Lord of the Rings by J.R.R. Tolkien. After after with tonight, a mixture of Bioshock. After tonight's initiation, will I achieve Death Spell Omega level and sucks me? You're going to go to rank eleven. I think you will go beyond that. Perhaps you may reach rank eleven of Master Chief. Big Baller yes. status. Or even rank 12 of Big Baller, or rank 13 of Great Khan, or rank 14 of Grown Ass Man, or rank 15 of Plankton mm-hmm. Grifter, rank 17 of Sensei Gundam, rank 19 of Peter Griffith, rank, rank 1, Cabana Boy, that's me, rank, rank 20 of Chief Homie Officer. Now, Robbie, you're looking quite pale. I'm okay. Have you realized? I promised to stop acting for you. Have you realized? <laughs> Robbie, please don't interrupt you me. Let me out I do of the not box. like to be interrupted. Robbie, I said don't interrupt box. me. I don't like Hit to be box. interrupted. If you can let me out of the box now, I'll, I promise to. I'll Give be me old. the bamboo. Give me the bamboo stick. The Give me that. Oh, there you go. You're not going to stick it under my fingernails again, are you? <laughs> if your fingers come out of that hole, they're going to get clapped. Do you understand me? Do you think I could try something I saw in Mission Impossible? Not Mission Impossible 2. Fuck. Missing in Action 2? Yes. Okay, so I don't I'm, know what that is. Well, I'm gonna. I'm, I've got this bag of rats, and I'm thinking of tying it around Robbie's head. Wait, hold I on know a, a bad punishment. What if you lock? I think he might find them to be good if, company. The way he's what acting. What if you lock Summer Ray in here with me? <laughs> Summer <laughs> Ray is Summer is a rank twenty five. She would not be associated with, with the her likes of you, gigantic Robbie. Gigantic ass when it was covered in sand. Summer Ray joined. Sucks me over one week ago and has shot through the ranks surpassing both Robbie and Gas. Robbie, We've that, never seen somebody who is so intuitively logical and serene. Um, when she says things like... We just like her she mind. She came in and she said, <laughs> whoa, summer vibes. And we're like, <laughs> she gets it, rank 25. And then me and you know Ken had to sit down and talk about which sub-society we was just she going to get? Yeah, that's, that's, how we that's did. what we did. We talked. And, you know... We talked about her Samurai a lot. Ray ended up... He showed, we exchanged her photography that she does. very... A lot of Dutch angles. It's all right, <laughs> I guess. Her mind is very right. important. And you know, she ended up joining um, with... Uh, By her free yes, will. Yes, she ended up joining with uh, Ken's... Um, sub-society, but, you know, three days later, you know, I got um, Pokimane, so it is what it is. <laughs> they say a picture's worth a hundred words, and I don't even have that many words to say about all of our Instagram pictures. Last time we did a study to just try to see how many words Robbie knows, and he made it through about 30 words and then just try- started trying to name numbers. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Letters are words. They're not words. I find it interesting this. that Robbie A-M-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-R-S. is the first person that we have. A-M-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. That's 30 right there. Robbie is the first subject that we've had to continuously have a defibrillator attached to. to he if, hasn't, think, if anyone thinks that the conditions here for him are bad, you should have seen when he was living alone in that hallway that was retrofitted to be a shoebox-style studio apartment where he <laughs> cooked meals for himself that were all gray. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, what he was doing is making his dinners out of the um, Play-Doh playset. He was living above the Second City Theater well, that was where he I was $10,000 in debt. Before and. I met you guys, I had a big house in L.A. I lived there with this guy named Notch, and he had tons of candy in this huge room. You lived inside his refrigerator. <laughs> I snuck around <laughs> through the walls. <laughs> but then my mom died, and I was left with the $750,000. And we now, I Robbie, joined up with Sucks Me. You guys uh, said, oh, you're going to be a rank 25 in no time. And here I am later. Three years and still rank one. Well, wow, part of the, I got part a lot of, the, of growing to do. Part of the and that reason, was after you kicked me out. 
and then accepted me. You must me develop your mastery more, Robbie. When I won the lottery, when I won the Mega Millions, $450 million. Well, you were ranked 26 for one day, but as we said, you immediately started acting brand new. Well, I guess that's just wait, me. Wait, I'm a wait. foolish boy from Chicago. Robbie, when, if we do not we... follow our own conditions, then we are lost. We're just trying to do honest, humanitarian-based just a facilitated financial Forward solutions movement. focused criminology practice that has for fulfillment of all. And we're all. not doing this based on personal feeling. We have a prestige point system that just goes on a, a reputation Listen, matrix. We have so many followers, Robbie. We could be doing this for financial benefit. We could be doing this for sexual deviancy and power. Which it's, it's not, not about. about. No, it's, it's not, not about that. that. I understand. We when could, you crucified not me about. in that cornfield and then shot me with a paintball gun for an hour, <laughs> you know, that was to teach me a lesson. That Why do you think we spend to so say, much stop time? Talking. Please stop talking. What, what more punishments Gaz, how can did we you do catch you? him when he, yeah. when he escaped? Gas, how did you catch him? I had a, a giant oversized <laughs> net and I was hiding inside of a, like, does the SPCA exist in America? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, what do you call it? Get a fucking animal shelter. Kill shelter. <laughs> kill shelter. Okay. I was sent to a kill shelter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, back the, the dog catcher I, confused I was, me. They trapped me up and sent me I was, to a kill shelter. <laughs> I was okay, 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 okay. I was hiding in the van for the local Pitbull Kill Shelter <laughs> with a giant oversized net. And I saw Robbie walk by, and I jumped out with a giant net on the end of the stick, and I and just And you thought, ooh, this will be good bait for a Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, and like, I, I'm going to say, like, I harbored some resentment towards Robbie when he got his day at level 26, but I did not harbor that resentment to Sumner Ray when she got to level 25 right. almost immediately mm -hmm. because I just wanted her to wrap her big watermelons around my humongous schlong and give me the best right. honey coated shit job she's ever Garrett, seen. Please. Let me cover them all. all right. Gareth, all right. please. Gareth, this is what's right. restricting. This is what is holding you back from advancing levels and raking like up. Me. You do so much good work. Obviously, you caught Robbie, even though he weighs as much as one of your legs. Even though I was being he blown around in the wind. is very weak, and <laughs> like you are still focused. <laughs> you are still focused upon masculine, human, animalistic desires, which Dr. Richard we and don't I do. aren't focused on. We're focused things. on you two, right? We're not focused on slinging yeah, anything. No, we're not focused like, on... Right. Any of that. Well, I I know I talk about a lot about eating and licking cum off celebs' faces, but damn, does cum taste disgusting? It's so. Soft. You know, I think <laughs> I think Ken, we're gonna have to do the just Mazo celebs level sexual deprogramming on him. Um, he's been asking, you know, Gaz has been around, you know, the sucks me offices, and he keeps asking like, one's got to go, and showing us four pictures of naked women, and we're like, Gaz, this isn't appropriate um, right now, not while we're here. <laughs> it's a little bit, it's honestly, some at points, and because Gaz is doing so much good work for it, I dismiss it, but it's honestly kind of disgusting, and um, I have to reflect on it as I retreat to my dungeon full of 14 women. Um, I believe that Garrett, Gareth. You can just call me Gaz. Is well minging. I believe Gaz is well minging. And um, him asking me if I want Demi Lovato to roll me out to the middle of the lake and sit on my face and jump up and down until I scream uncle is well-intentioned and he's developing his own processes and his own methodologies and technologies right. for the betterment of when, when Gaz comes so to I me and that, says which golden girl do you want to shove your four inch <laughs> thick cock in you know that's I understand that to mean that he's trying to grow as a person he's trying to understand all the other members of sucks me when when he when Gaz this is, these are very specific references that when Gaz um, sends me an email that our, says, our organization is when makes. Gaz sends me an email that says retweet if you want to wear Ariana Grande as a face mask when you're painting a big house full of naked chicks so you don't breathe in the paint but it's also her pussy 
Well, like, just correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'll only ever achieve achieve enlightenment if I can have the chance to lick Bella Ford's nipples, (laughs) let alone suck her titty milk out of them. My dream is for a BBC to come all over her tits, mainly her nipples, only for me to come in and suck the cum off her tits and her milk. That shit is fire. Well, let... That's that's how alignment. Gas, I am going to give you a warning right now, and I'm going to give you an order that comes from Sucks Me. You from now on have to jack mm-hmm. off before coming online. <laughs> you have to. You have been designated as a must jack off before posting man. Please jack off before posting. Please jack off before coming online because this well, is. I did get in this trouble. This is entire anymore. Saying I want to wear Whoopi Goldberg like a helmet and play quarterback <laughs> for the St. Louis Rams. <laughs> Well, I, I, I did almost get the company in trouble that time that I DM'd Selena Gomez saying, why aren't you following three more people? If you follow three more people, you'll be at 666. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> and the thing is, is that if we don't reach the levels within a certain time frame, like Robbie is at risk of doing... Well, we might have to make him into paper. It's the only way. I'd like to make him into food. All right. Wait, do you guys hear that? <laughs> what is what is what? that sound? No. Oh, is, God. Our drinks are vibrating. What is that vibration? It's, it's on the. It's coming from the roof. It's a helicopter. It must be an angel. Oh, Gaz, shit. Guess, hit that button over the there on the wall. Guess, hit that Dang. button. Yeah. That's going to lock down shit, all the windows shit, and doors. Shit, shit. Robbie, Ooh, don't you leave. No. Robbie, gas. don't you leave. Don't that you squeeze like under that doorway, Robbie. Gaz, go. go see. Gaz, grab him. Okay, I got... Yep, Here, Nelson. Ken, hand me that duct tape. You don't need to do it that hard. I'm pretty light. <laughs> I'm a little guy. All right, so... Oh, God, they're on the roof now. Shit. Thank you for listening to our introduction. Oh, open his hand. Gaz, hey. open his hand. I, I got, bet she's pretty yeah. up there. Right. The angel yeah. from heaven. Robbie. I am Robbie, artifact. hold this gun. Hey, shut up. Hold shut this up. gun, Robbie. Okay. This has been a presentation. <laughs> right, I'm duct taping the gun. Of the Dude. active methodologies, ideas. I'm duct taping the gun to his hand. In okay, advancement okay. of the human race. Oh, God, race. they're outside. You can hear them. In the betterment. Like 10, 12 men of everyone. My name is Ken Ken, do you have the doorway? Joined by my collaborator, Ken, Dr. Richard Pull that Duke, copy of Ayn Rand. A.K.A. Harbinger. Pull that copy of Ayn Rand and we're going to have the secret escape tunnel. Alright, on the count of three, Gaz, open the door. Ayn I'm going to kick Robbie out. We thank lady. you for listening. Okay. He's, and we will be back right. soon. Pull the doorway. Open the door. Three, two, Hello, one. Run!